0: Welcome to the Daily Sports Show Redo. I am your host, Tyler James. Here at the Redo, I've spent my time watching and listening to all the talking heads give their inflated takes on popular topics. Then I pick a few of those topics that I find good, bad, or just plain weird and give them a redo by giving my take without the yelling, pandering, or trying to create a new hot take. Let's get into it and we're talking... Playoff football from Saturday. Initial reactions before you know, the the Monday morning shows get after it. Uh, for, start with the opening game, the morning game, afternoon game, whatever you want to call it. Ravens-Texans went pretty much what everyone thought it was going to be that, you know, they were 10-point favorites of Ravens. And they came in there and ended up winning by, I believe, 24, 34-10. And while this game was interesting, it's a, a lot of these games have a narrative around it, especially around the quarterbacks for the most part. So for this one, you have Lamar Jackson, who's probably going to win his second MVP. He won the unanimous one back in 2019, but he ended up losing in that opening round to the Tennessee Titans. And his record's been 1-3. and three. It's now 2-3, and three. so good. And he went out there and, you know, like statistically... Not anything crazy, but it's what we wanted to see from Lamar. At right? the, he managed the game very well, over seventy percent completion percentage, two touchdown passes, two touchdown rushing touchdowns. You know, so he had a hundred percent participation in the, his team's touchdowns. <clears throat> I know that was a stat that was uh, thrown out there a couple weeks ago when it was compared to him and Josh Allen. How, on the season, Lamar Jackson had fifty five percent. Uh, participation in touchdowns you know so that's a lot of uh people scoring where lamar did not give them the ball or he didn't run it himself and josh allen had 85 percent participation so huge difference there but you know a lot of questions about lamar's playoff ability this and that goes out there like i said two passing touchdowns two rushing touchdowns you know the first half it was a little dicey. Like you know, he had his he had a couple big runs, a couple passes here and there, and it was, you know, it was it wasn't anything to write home about. And then the Texans, their only touchdown came from a punt return. So I mean, while yes, Lamar Jackson somewhat silenced the critics on that game. I mean, it's, this is going to come down to obviously the AFC Championship game when he plays either Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes. But like he. Played really well, which is what we wanted to see. So what we expected to see from a guy who's going to get a second MVP, who's that generational talent. You know. But realistically, the Texans, yeah, they there's a reason it was only it was a 10-point favorite for the Ravens. They are a better team. That defense really just kinda not kind of. They they shut down CJ Stroud, you know, and their run game. They had a couple big plays here and there where they broke off some decent yardage, but It was just a complete manhandling. you know, they didn't score a point in the second half and that, you know, obviously for any team, any quarterback that takes a lot of pressure off when your defense can just, just neutralize another team's offense. But it's, that's what we, that was like the, one of the, the main knocks on Lamar's career so far is that he can play in the regular season. So great do all this and that, but in the playoffs doesn't have the success that you'd expect So far, you know, that's been true. They got past the Texans in easy fashion. We're going to have to see what happens next week when he plays. Either Mahomes or Allen, depending on how the day goes. But, yeah, so good stuff. Moving on to the next game, the 49ers versus Packers. You know, another story there for the quarterback narrative around that is, what are we seeing about Brock Purdy, you know, he's MVP candidate early on before kind of getting blown out by the Ravens early or late in the season. That pretty much projected Lamar into the front spot. You know, was the question is, you know, how does he play from behind? You know, is he able to, you know, keep this up a second year? You know, if, he, if he's not out in front, you know, how does he perform? And realistically, it wasn't a great game from him and you know, like if people have been saying, you know, the MVP. Well, this is what I agree. I think Christian McCaffrey, considering the the kind of down year for quarterbacks for the most part, with uh, McCaffrey's got over two thousand total yards, over twenty touchdowns. I mean, it's just with everyone else, you know, having a down year, he should be because you know he is the most valuable player on the the best team in the NFC. And this game really kind of showcased that that it was a. Uh, Brock pretty struggled. Granted, you can say it's the rain, but then again, you know, if you're supposed to be uh, an MVP candidate, you know, a great quarterback, that shouldn't, you know, handicap you so much. But it did. It was, uh, got dicey there for a little bit. Realistically, you know, the Packers, they played good. Jordan Love, you know, he, he played good for most of the game. You know, he had a, two bad picks and one was the the game ending one that was really bad as i remember while i was watching i was just like oh that's a terrible throws like, oh you know they had a minute left with all three timeouts but it didn't matter but you know that was a that's a that was a really close game i mean they were they had that fourth and one in the opening i think on their opening the second opening drive where it was kind of kind of a dicey spot maybe they should have got the first down some refing there and then brings up the point of, you know, it's 2024 and they're still using guys and chains to measure the foot when they have all these cameras and they have all these chips. I mean, I think people talked about how they could put like some kind of uh, chip inside the ball. So you can actually really detect where it's at on the field whatever. Yeah. That's kind of a thing where it's, you know, that the bad spot on third down and a bad spot on fourth down potentially, you know, and, but, Hey, they blocked a kick from San Fran, and their guy goes out there, kick a field goal to put him up by seven, misses it, 41-yarder, just pulls it left. Like, man, that's rough. <laughs> but that um, yeah, was a good game. Heartbreaking for the Packers. You know, McCaffrey just shows why he's the, the should be the MVP. You know, over 100, like 30 per, all total yards, two touchdowns. He had the, the walk-off essentially the walk-off touchdown for the Niners. But, I mean, it's just, um, you know, the narrative about not being able to play from behind. I mean, he played from behind. You know, he didn't turn the ball over, which is really what you want. Like, if the guy's not going to throw for a 1,000 yards and five touchdowns a game, don't turn the ball over. He didn't turn the ball over. It's good it's good stuff for him. You know, they knew where their weapons were. Devo Samuel wasn't playing, obviously. But, I mean, yeah, you get the ball to your th- – Best player in the league, McCaffrey, and let him do his thing, and they did it. You know, that's you know, so hopefully, we'll see them who they play next week with either the Lions or the Buccaneers. But either way, I feel like the Niners really match up well against both those teams, so we should be seeing uh, the Niners in the Super Bowl versus either you know, any of the three teams left so far for the AFC could make it realistically. The Ravens, Bills, and Chiefs, those are three really good teams where you don't any any given Sunday one of those teams can win. We'll see. But uh Yeah, that was good for Lamar, good for Brock Purdy. They kind of answered the questions that people had all year about them. Signs the critics at least for another week, because you know it's gonna you know, criticism never takes a day off. You know, you might get a couple hours. You might get it one show, but it's it's always going to be there, waiting for you to, to stumble so it can get you, you know. And let's look at uh, today, we got Lions Buccaneers. Uh, that's just kind of like that's a good wholesome game, really, because it's it's there's no real criticisms on the players on those teams. It's all just kind of good fun, you know. That you like seeing uh baker mefield you know almost out of the league now he's back here you know ready to try and make it to the conference championship you know there's that's awesome that everyone can get behind that story then you have the lions who never won been bad for so long and here they are just one game away from the championship two games away from the super bowl you know potentially can get their first ever you know with jared goff who we know Traded away from the Rams, then the Rams went and won a Super Bowl without him. So it's just a lot of real wholesome storylines here. It's a real, it's a real uh, feel-good game. No, not much to be said about it. I, I think the Lions will probably win that game because just because, uh, you you don't know what you're gonna get with Baker day in and day out. Realistically, you know, I think that secondary for Detroit's very gettable. And uh, the Buccaneers' defense is good, and people were pointing out that because uh, Jared Goff last week he had that really bad play where he, you know, he was about to get sacked, so he just turned and threw a backwards pass away from his running back, and it fumbled. So it was like, it was they it went out of bounds, I believe. So it was, you know, it didn't turn the ball over, but uh, people were saying, you know, if you got that in you, yeah, that's a, that's a problem. And so it's kind of like, yeah, if you're if you can spaz out like that and just really kind of just make a real bonehead play, it's like, Hmm, put you on a little more pressure. Maybe you make another one of those, another two. Cause I, they talk about how uh, the Lions played the Cowboys a couple weeks ago, how late in that game when they were down, you know, Jared Goff did throw two interceptions. I mean, he, you know, and they weren't really necessarily terrible throws, but it was like, Oh, if he throws that, you know, uh cowboy defense was able to make plays on so he's definitely got that he's got that in him under pressure to where he can just well will just throw the ball but we'll see then obviously the the big game the big marquee matchup is going to be you know patrick mahomes and Kansas City chiefs go for the first time in the buffalo in the playoffs to play josh allen and you know and they're three and three head to head but two and zero, oh, the Mahomes is two and zero oh against Josh Allen in the, in the playoffs, and that's really really matters. And it's just, uh, I think it's only in there. I think the Bills are two and a half point favorite, so it's real, real good coin toss. I'm going with Mahomes because I just think he's, uh, you know, until you beat Mahomes, I'm not gonna let, I'm not gonna pick anyone over him, you know. So you have to go out there and prove it. You know, if the Chiefs win, they play, then they play the Ravens. I'm still gonna pick the Chiefs over mm-hmm. the Ravens just because. You know, if you want to be the man, you got to beat the man, as they say. And right now, Mahomes is still the man, especially come off Super Bowl last year. But, yeah, it's a, that's another quarterback narrative, mostly for Josh Allen, you know, a guy who every season it seems like he's coming in as the MVP favorite, you know, with the Bills being, you know, one or two for the NFL Super Bowl favorite. It's just a, a lot of pressure on him. This is besides Lamar and then maybe that first game against the Texans, like the pressure is now all on Josh Allen to perform because it's the whole, you know, great stats, great winning record, all this and that, but you can't get it done, you know. I mean, like like we've said it before, other people have said, his biggest moment is losing to Patrick Mahomes in the championship game. You know, that's, that's your biggest moment is a loss. So, you know, this will be a definitely – legacy defining moment you know granted you know he's still young so he can have plenty of legacy defining moments to go so it's not there's really no need to overreact but it's uh yeah it's the your your supposed rival I mean it's not a really a rivalry if you're still getting you know too o'd in the playoffs against them but this is probably their best chance you know to beat the Chiefs you know, they got him at home finally you know, the Chiefs have had a down year so far. As far as offense goes, the defense has gotten way better. And the Bills, they do have injuries on their team, which, on their, in their defense, so that allows this kind of fringy offense of the Chiefs to kind of maybe they'll take advantage of that. But it's definitely a legacy-defining moment for Josh Allen if he really wants to hold on to that elite status and that champion status people kind of put on him Despite not winning an MVP, despite not winning a Super Bowl yet, you know, this is where he has to really just take advantage. And and to a degree, it's you you're gonna you we want to see a great game from Josh Allen where he really takes over. But if you look at what Lamar did against the Texans, you know he I think he only had like 17 completions for 152 yards. So realistically, that's not a lot. But he had over 100 yards rushing, which is a you know it's like I that dual threat you know, game changer mentality. Shout out to Cam Newton for, you know, the dual threat. But it's, um, you you want to see those games like where, you know, Baker Mayfield and the wildcard round, over 300 yards, three touchdowns and interceptions. That's, if you see Lamar or Josh Allen do that in a playoff game, you're like, that's right. They're elite. That's what they do. So if they go out, the Bills go out there and they run the ball down there, the Chiefs throw josh allen doesn't is really just kind of a participant you know just kind of like an onlooker guy who hands the ball off you know it's hey they beat the chiefs you know it's great for josh allen but uh you know there's it's, it's, it's always we're, we're always looking you know the mainstream media podcasters whatever we're always looking for something to critique because that's part of the job is the uh, you know finds find something to talk about we can't just you know just make it simple oh they won they lost there's always got to be a narrative story. That's what keeps things interesting. So hopefully, I'm I'm rooting for the Chiefs now since the Cowboys are out because I like Patrick Mahomes. But hopefully for uh, Josh Allen, if the Bills do win, he does it in kind of dominant fashion and can really, you know, close that door on the whole, you know, younger brother Patrick Mahomes being like a, just another name in the AFC. He can like really stand out for himself and Then he can go into Baltimore and try to dethrone Lamar Jackson's MVP season. All right, guys, that's all I got. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Daily Sports Show Redo. Feel free to reach out to me on social media. I'll see you next time.